Man, because that, that's a lot of title characters to sit here and, and try we to kill got, off all at once. Right, you know what I mean? We can't even talk about, like, I mean, of course, the, the main the main hitters is, like, they, Superman, but they've already replaced Superman. You know what I'm saying? They did yeah. before this story. But now, like, the Batman and uh, John Stewart. John Stewart, Green, Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman. All these characters are missing. You've got their, like, uh, sidekick characters. They're stepping into their... You know, stepping into those shoes, we can get into into that like real quickly. I feel like, and then like, DC is doing. This is that that uh, world's finest poster or whatever. Yeah, it's you, like a classic, classic. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think they should. If if you're gonna do like, if you're taking the main line into like a new era, like do more books like that. You know what I'm saying? Like do like if you want to get like say for instance like if Superman's John Kent now, and you want Clark Kent, you can find him in like the world's finest book or you know or whatever. If you want the classic... To keep him out of, like, the main continuity for now? Right, right. Like, so to keep him dead, kind of. Or just, yeah, or to keep these new characters in the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. We could talk about it. I, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that if, as long as they can... You know what I mean? Because, again, that's... That'd be kind of heavy to keep all those title characters out of the way. Wonder Woman has her own, you know, has her own series. Superman has his own series. Green Lanterns, they have their own series. It usually alter, you know, alternates a little bit for the Green Lanterns, who's, like, the main character. Right. But... It should have yeah. been Hal. I gotta say that, too. They should have killed off Hal. You think it should have been Hal? Man, nobody cared about Hal. They've been trying to make Hal cool since 19... I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, come on. Hal has moments, man. How how Jordan was most cool when he was a villain. When he was, he was on Parallax. Parallax. When he was Parallax, he was most, probably most cool then. When he was green Parallax. Because yeah. Parallax now is like the entity of fear or whatever. Yeah, mean, they, he, did they changed it up yeah. or whatever. Because yeah. Yeah, originally he, he was, was just, Parallax. Yeah, it was like a cycle. cycle red, yeah, it was, like a, it was like a mental break he had or something along mm-hmm. that line, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. the city got blown up. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is like, I think that's like a really interesting story. Like him dealing with the trauma. Like that's, they they, they probably like, this is too dark. But like some evil space ghost took over his body instead. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then they, they retconned the Green Lantern series. I mean, just like all the other comics a lot, but like I feel like there was one, this is we're talking about Green Lanterns right now, that there was one that, that came out of some years back. I want to say maybe during the New 52 or the Rebirth. I can't really remember. Where they left off at the end of one of their adventures where like in the Book of Oa, they were predicting that how Jordan was going to be the greatest Black Lantern that ever existed. Maybe the most powerful there was. So it's just like... They never picked up on that? They never picked up on that. Nah, they didn't really do much with that. And if they did, it was such a sideline story that they did nothing with it, you know? Nothing real major with it. It's funny. I remember the the current... I think think he's still writing uh, Green Lantern, but the current writer of Green Lantern was like very much against Hal Jordan. Like he didn't like Hal Jordan. And it's funny, like they... They, they killed off John... Or they're, you know, quote-unquote killing off John Stewart. And like, now Hal Jordan is the one that's left. It's such a kick they, to the throat, right? They're not letting him go, man. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, you know, I'm indifferent to how I don't really think he's that great. I don't, I don't hate him as much as some people do. But I mean, but back to the whole the death of the Justice League thing. It's, it'll be hard to keep all those characters dead, man, because it's not just like Superman or Batman or even well, we both of them. It's, it's like, you know, it's not real death. yeah, yeah, it's comic book death. You know what I mean? They might be dead for a while. They're going to find some way to beat some intergalactic warrior or monster or whatever not even rip one time and, and they're trapped out. in some other dimension yeah, even it, even when they killed Superman what 94 93 whatever he the wasn't there era? yeah he was wasn't there yeah when Doomsday killed him yeah he, he was just like in like the lowest point of like living right he's in a trance he's like oh and this is like a crypto like a coma kind of right yeah, yeah and yeah. the trance is so deep like his heart only beats like once a month or some shit like yeah that. so they had they put him in that solar chamber thing that was slowly but surely feeding him Sun energy and solar mm-hmm. energy and shit, which is what eventually that black suit was. 
so metal plates know, on it and stuff or like we solar panels. We know that they'll be back at some point. Oh, definitely. But I think I, I think it's a good idea for them to like keep pushing into the future and like doing new characters. Like look at Marvel, they've got two Captain Americas right now. Like they brought back Sam Wilson as Captain America and they've got Steve Rogers and you've got two Captain Americas. I don't have an issue with that. This is like Spider Man. You got a, it's like a lineage now. You got original Spider Man. You got Miles mm-hmm. Morales, but they're both Spider Man operating out of different parts of the city or different parts of the world or whatever. I think that could work for DC too, specifically when you got a character like uh, Superman, like when they're with them putting uh, Superman into space in his main series. They're sending him into like different planets because I guess I was reading something the other day, and they were saying you remember the five G rumor where they were gonna like reboot DC and like make Damien a villain or something. They were like, take it to the future and they were, right. they were going to change the universe to where like everything really started in 1938 and it aged in real time. Mm. And then it got, it got shelved. They were like, nah, we're not going to do that idea. One of the ideas from that apparently was to make Superman like this almost like fascist to like dictator type figure because like in his older age, he had like, he, he was going to like, you know, be tired with the world and like all his problems and shit like that. Just, you know, more boring ass evil Superman stories and <laughs> I don't know if y'all know but George just cannot fathom Superman being written any other way than like I can, I a can, jolly boy Superman I can fathom I can fathom it when it's like when it's actually good like when it's alright name, name of time it's actually been good uh Red Sun I mean Red but Sun. that was because Red Sun made sense like, he was he, yeah. he landed somewhere else. Yeah, well, you can see you say that was a whole different Superman. I want to know when exactly, you thought where exactly, Superman had the same beginning exactly. and eventually turned evil. When How, was that good for you? What, what what would make this character turn evil? He is the like the whole point of him is that he is the best of us. But he's okay, he but he's is. not us. He he's is. like he's not a human. Mentally, like, he is. Mentally, he's a kid from Kansas. <laughs> Okay, but he but he's not actually he's not actually human. And if he it's the fact it's the I and saw, if he is mentally ill, so what's why why is it so hard to like grasp the fact that he could turn evil? Humans turn evil all the time. Humans are dictators. Humans can be assholes. Humans can start off good and end evil. That's true. That's true. I mean, that's true, and that's true across the board with anime, comics, movies. So if it, if he's the best of us mentally, it's true. Why is there not a reason or a way or some kind of revelation that he could have that could make him corrupt? Because he's the best of us mentally, and he's a fictional character. So then, be, why is it so hard for you to grasp to be, that he could that he could be written evil? He's like, why is it so to why? Be infallible? It's kind of like like when I was talking the other day with the Man of Steel thing when they changed Jonathan Kent and the reasoning for him, like you know, for Clark Kent becoming Superman. If you change the reason, you know, his his parents' ideals making him Superman and him carrying on those ideals, if he doesn't do that, that's like them taking away Uncle Ben, no responsibility. You got no responsibility for Superman. But they did take away. They, I mean, Uncle Ben wasn't. I mean, but like it can still be done right, and people can still enjoy it. Look at the Tom Holland series. Tom Holland didn't actually have Uncle Ben prominent in his life. Aunt May was the one that said all that. And you, you see what I'm saying? You can write out certain parts from somebody's story, the, and they still go with the, the same direction. The core. You're right, but the core of that story is still there. The heart of it is still there. She gives the same values that's missing in Man of Steel. He doesn't get the values of protect people at all costs. No matter yourself or whoever, he doesn't get those values. He gets the values of protect himself, even at the cost of others. And then, because his alien father, he is introduced to him, he gets to see himself as like this savior type figure. Then he decides to become Superman. It's kind of like, it's it's not really true to the character, in a sense. Because Superman decides to become Superman because he can, because it's the right thing to do. He has his abilities. He can help people, so he will help people. Yeah, okay, so in that same breath, like, again, right back to my original question, why, if he's so, like, 
human-like and has the same tenacity to want to be good, right? Why is it so hard to accept that there could be a, some kind of timeline or story written where he's evil? He okay, that. so let's say that it is, right? Hold on, before, before, let me make another point okay. with the same question. Not every villain that's written as a villain thinks what they're doing is wrong. They right. just think that the world is wrong right. and that they'll think them in the end. So what if, what, you, know, you see what I'm saying? So like in that one, that one concept you're talking about right now, we're in the future, he becomes a dictator. He's tired of every lady life as a hero and he wants to just kind of like stop it all, right? Like he wants to stop all villainy, but he thinks by controlling everything that he could actually stop it, right? That, that, like okay, injustice, so, like. Kind of like an injustice too, except for an injustice. I mean, when you start reading more in depth, he is a, he becomes like a huge sack of shit in injustice. Right. Like he actually, you know what I mean? He lets Victor's dad out and sends him back to Alfred or whatever. Yeah. So like, you see what I'm saying? So why, why is it so hard to believe someone can go down that road? Especially someone like Superman. He's not, he's an alien. Because of, because of how like fictionally good he is, like the amount of how good he is, to bring him down on that pedestal that you need something extreme. If you're telling me his wife and his kid gets killed and he, he, become, he turns to a completely different person, people lose their family in real life all the time. They don't become despots and dictators. Yeah, but people real. Yeah, but people in real life, people become despots and dictators for literal, like, worse reasons, stupider reasons, less reasons of value. Like, right? But the best of us, the best of us, would he do that? If he's the best of us, would he, he do that? I mean, he in Injustice series, he was literally tricked into killing his, killing his wife and child by his own hands. It wasn't like they just died. He right. they, he was tricked into doing it himself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about you, but like, if I woke up tomorrow, God forbid, I woke up tomorrow and the Joker smacked me with some Joker gas, and I killed my wife and child with my own hands. Or would you take that on yourself? He doesn't doesn't believe he's taking it on everybody else. You see what I'm saying? He thinks what he's doing is right, even though in the general public eye and the reader's eye, he's going down the road of evil. He's going down a bad road. I just feel like the character that I know. If he would have done that, so so it's like a bias, kind of like point of view. Then, like you know, what I mean, from I mean, everybody has their own interpretation of the material. From my interpretation, that character would have exiled himself from the planet before becoming a dictator. He would have said, "I'm too dangerous. I killed my family. I'm too dangerous to be on the planet." If someone else could do this, I mean, it's very simplistic how they took took over him. And see, when they do stuff like this, they don't think about like the long term in these stories. So it only takes Scarecrow, Toxin, and Kryptonite. To make Superman kill his loved ones. Well, Scarecrow Toxin is not exactly hard to find. Kryptonite, I mean, black market. So, it could be done again. You would think he may want to leave Earth. Not take it over and become, you know, this dictator. I don't know. I, it's a good story because I like Injustice. I don't want to go in on Injustice. But even the own, like, the writer of the story doesn't like the story. And it, he, he didn't come with the idea. He just wrote it, like, made it good. Like, he, like, made it the best that he could. They, they, the idea comes from video game creators from the guys from, you know, Mortal Kombat guys. I just didn't think it fits Superman. Because we, we've even seen that be done before. Uh, the idea of Lois being killed by the Joker is not a, an original idea to Injustice. It first comes from Kingdom Come. As he kills her, Jimmy Olsen, just just like in Injustice, he kills Jimmy first, then her, but in, the, in, the, in Kingdom Come, he kills the entire Daily Planet staff. Superman just goes like lives on a farm for a little bit, then he comes out of it, Wonder Woman comes to get him, and then he becomes like a darker Superman, but not like a despot. He's just like a little edgier. He's got the black on the symbol to represent the dead and stuff like that. But it's not, he's not, he feels like an older, I take less shit version of this character, but you don't have to take him so far away from the character that it feels like you're betraying the values. That's just how I look at it. Yeah, but I mean, at the, at the same time, it's it's a comic. There's going to be different variations of it. That's like, true. That's 
There's a comic, you know what I mean, where Batman literally sits here and, and punishes Robins for doing the stupidest shit, for hitting a bad guy too hard. And then from one Robin to the next, he loses a Robin, and he's a lot more violent with, like, criminals. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it's, you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying it's good, I'm not, I'm not even saying make a Superman bad in the main continuity. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, those stories, I don't agree they're bad. Yeah. And well, I, I don't agree they're, like, too far off in fantasy either, because it's just that's like, you know what I mean? Like, if he's, if he's taught to be like human, he can fall like a human. He can fail like a human. He can he can give in to emotions like a human. I think I think that that perspective of he's the best of us is is given too much of like a deity godlike kind of perspective. Because like if he's the best of us, like you know, via human, then he can be hurt. He can be like, yeah, I mean, he can break. He can go psychotic. He can go mental. He can go and go down like a real dark emotional like path. You know what I mean? Like just like the rest of us. My opinion. I think in them saying that he's the best is it's like he can overcome those things. It's like there are times in the comic books he even says like there are times where he wants to kill the bad guy and he wants to you've killed all these kids or whatever. He wants to kill the guy. He wants to heat vision him. But he like he knows that's an abuse of his power. He knows that goes against what the things that his parents taught him so he stops. He won't do that. That's that's strength. That's strength in itself. Stronger than him lifting the planet that's will the will to not use his power in a way that he shouldn't. Yeah, but that's that's so much easier to say when it's not your kid or your wife, not your family. That's fair. You see that's what I'm saying? Like, because I mean, again, it, in that same sense, Batman chooses every day not to not to not to kill the Joker. You're right. You see what I'm saying? Some people see that as delusion, but if in that same idea, you got to say that Batman's got to be strong as shit. Then you know what I mean? His he's got to have an iron will that's that's on par with you know the greatest in that world. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I was like, I don't know. I, don't I guess think it wasn't gonna be like. I don't think it was gonna be the to go back to the five G thing. I don't think it was gonna be injustice. Like, I think it was something like he was gonna be like fed up with like the world and all its rules and it, all their all the dictators and leaders of the world. And he just going like different countries like toppling, like dictators and stuff like that. And they said that they felt like Grant Morrison actually was a part of stopping it. He was like, you know, he felt like it was going against Superman. And when they came up with the idea of Superman and the authority, what they're doing right now. Where he's in space and he takes the authority like to fight alien like leaders and dictators to like to to take that story and like put it into space. Like so he's like he he has a problem with like the politics of the galaxy. So right. he goes out and he's like fighting out in the galaxy. And that makes more sense for Superman because he's not Earth born. So they, for their reasoning right. for in the comic books for him not getting involved in certain things like It's always been that he's not a natural like, he's yeah, not a nat- can't, uh, yeah. You know, a native. I, right, and I can't break these people's rules and I stuff think, like that. Um, just from what you guys are saying, because I don't know anything about Superman, but I think it's unrealistic for him to be like that. You're right, but it's a comic book. Just no, 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 out. no, I'm saying the willpower that you were saying, like, to not want to kill like, right. enemies. I feel like him being a little bit more edgier. It is like, but that's that's like, like his superpower. Crazy. That's like his main superpower. Like, it's almost superpower in itself, His the, the will to be that yeah. good. I mean, yeah, I guess you can see because superpowers are, are unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I would relate more to him if he was like the edgier. Right. And a lot of people say that. A lot of people say that, like Superman is an unrelatable character. Yeah. I, and I can understand mm-hmm. that. I can understand that. But when you get to the. I think Superman is an unrelatable character, but Clark Kent is not. Because Clark Kent is like really who Superman is. Like, mm-hmm. he's really just this guy who grew up on the farm. Like, he loves his friends, he loves his family. Like, he's just like. A normal dude. He like he loves his job. Like he cares about people. Like cares about the little guy. He's a good reporter. He likes to get to the truth. Like people can relate to that, but they can't relate to like this guy who can 
you know, because like he takes off, he takes off the Clark Kent thing and becomes Superman. Like when everything that Clark Kent can do is not enough, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, well now you need the powers and everything else. But the ideals, Clark Kent has those ideals, regardless if he's lifting things up. So that's. Fine. I think the craziest part of all that is that. So the guy from Kansas ended up with a family that loves everybody. <laughs> right? He's not like he just he's not out here just saving some people. He's saving everyone. Yeah, I mean, what are the odds, right? Wow. I bet the comic book world is real thankful for that one, right? Like you sent him to the one family in Kansas that was that was just like, we are the world, we love everyone. Wow. Lucked out. What a great shot, right? <laughs> like, what are the odds? <laughs> They've done they've done weird stuff in the comic books too. Where like sometimes they'll try to say like Jor-El like knew exactly who he was yeah. sending him to. But I I hate stories like that. I like that it's more like chance. But to get to back to what we were saying, like that was gonna be five G, and um, yeah, it's not happening now. So now they're going into like this new phase where I feel like it's more similar to Marvel, where like Marvel. They didn't. They never got rid of the old guard. You still got Spider Man. You still got Captain America. You still got the X Men. But they're taking the new characters and they're bringing them into the spotlight. Now they're gonna stand right next to the big characters. And I think that's what DC has finally figured out how to do with this. Hopefully, hopefully that's what it is. Because I like to see. I like to see Robin with the Justice League. Like a lot of people feel like, man, Robin is a sidekick. But like Robin is the sidekick. He ain't just a sidekick. Are you referring to Robin uh, Tim Drake or are you referring to Nightwing? But but. I believe, I don't know if they're joining, I'll start with Nightwing. Nightwing 100% deserves to be in the Justice League. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's the original sidekick. He has been Batman, leader of the Teen Titans. He was the leader of the Justice League pre-New 52, right before they rebooted. So he definitely deserves that spot. He's known as like the most beloved hero within and, the con- continuity yeah, of DC. Yeah, he's extremely charismatic, really good with kids. Right. Oh yeah, I, I've, I've read some Nightwing comics. He's... He's held. He's put on a real big pedestal. He really like, is. He's essentially, he's the perfect Batman. Yeah. Because he's trained by Batman. He has all the same skills. He's a little bit quicker. He's more agile because of his acrobatic training. And then he's like more personable because he can he can actually interact with people in a way that Batman can't. Yeah. He he was able to overcome his trauma. Right. And like you know, with Batman, original Batman, he still can't let it go. Right. Right. So, no, I agree. I think so, Nightwing I, should be a, a real prominent character in the yeah. Justice League, especially now that they're killing off the yeah, Justice they're, League. They're sending Batman off somewhere. Yeah, he, he needs he to take that spot. Done. But I like to see Damien there with him. Because Damien is, like, I love Damien's journey, like, throughout these past few years. Like, he's gone through a lot, you know, the whole Alfred thing and, you know, this new tournament and, like, him, like, taking on things by himself. And they have this new crossover coming up. I'm assuming this is before Death of Justice League. He's going to team up with Batman before that happens. And I think that'll, that'll put him in a position where he's ready to join the league or whatever and be on that team for real. So I, I like to see it. I like to see all the new characters. You got Yara Floor, who is the new, this is like the Brazilian Wonder Woman. Yeah. I'm excited. How did they explain that one? Did they explain, was it like another Amazonian tribe? Of, another Amazonian they're, tribe they're, that they're, they're, yeah, there are different tribes of Amazon. Because I know Artemis comes from like the Egyptian tribe of Amazons or something. Yeah. Like, they like migrated to Egypt instead right. of staying up there on uh, Temescara, right? Yeah. There's right. all these different different tribes and all they stuff. just pray to different pantheons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this because they've got this new. There's got this like Wonder Woman crossover coming. It's, yeah, it's, it's gonna show all the tribes and shit. That's never pretty cool. I'm mad they never did nothing like that yet. Like a whole like I don't know, not necessarily this, but like the War of Amazons or something. You know, right. where they they fight each other, but then they realize they're being manipulated by like Ares or something, and they come together to unite to fight a bigger baddie. You know, typical story, something, but still, like it would be pretty cool. You know, right. to see different Amazons, different pantheons and whatnot. 
the different gods they pay they they pray to or whatnot. So yeah, I definitely I hope I hope this like is not like a one off type thing. Like it's just for a little bit, and then the real Justice League comes back. Like I would like to see John Kent, that Superman's son. For those of you who don't know, I'd like to see him continue to be Superman. I'd like to see Nightwing continue to be the leader of that team. Have Damien on the team. Yara Floor, these newer characters, and they got some old characters too. Because I see they're keeping Hal Jordan around. Right. <laughs> right. But you know. <laughs> so I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like this mix of like the new and old as we go into the future. And then they've got books like World's Finest, where if you want the classic feel, you can go back and they're telling stories like from the beginning days of Batman and Superman. I don't know if it's called World's. I think it's called World's Finest. World's Finest. Yeah. If anybody that doesn't know, World's Finest is like a it's a title story where it's usually Batman and Superman come together to face off against whatever threat. Right. Yeah, they usually come. It's usually just the two of them in it and, you know, or at least the story revolves around the two of them. Right. Of the time. Or, and or they're like supporting characters. Yeah. yeah. Like every now and then, I, I think I said I read one one time that actually had Jason Todd and, and uh, Supergirl. Oh. And I Jason Todd was on the Venom. He was on the Venom, uh, on that Venom pump was, for a while and then Supergirl had that. She was dating that paraplegic kid. Yeah, she sl- yeah. slapped her arm Yeah, yeah and she was confused, and then she admitted at the end that he was the type of guy she could fall in love with or mm-hmm. something like that. that Something was, that kind of like gave like a weird cuckold vibe, and it was just like, that's, <laughs> that's so weird. Because like, cause it wasn't even like her boyfriend was just regular human. He he couldn't he couldn't walk from the waist down. He was dead. So like, it was kind of weird that she came across Jason Todd for like a day and was already got the hop for him and just didn't admit it. And, like, it's not like she saw his face or anything. You know what I mean? He had a mask on, was in full uniform. Remember, he, that was during that time he was wearing the, the helmet with the face on it? Yeah. You know what? I, I'm not even mad at that. It gave it, like, an anime kind of vibe for me. Honest to God, I wasn't even mad at it. We, gonna, we started to talk about the new 52, so I'm going to move on. <laughs> DC's best era. I'm going to move on. <laughs> DC's best era. <laughs> right. So let me, let me ask. Do you think, do you think this, uh, this is Robert Pattinson, Batman? If because they they did announce that they're gonna make a sequel, right? yes. Okay, so if if they you know they do go ahead, which they probably will, knowing as as how big and you know awesome comic book movies are nowadays. If you know when they do move forward, do you think we'll ever get like a supernatural villain, or will it stay with like mafia and mob vibes? You know what I mean? Like the worst we get maybe will be like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like maybe mercenary here, mercenary there, but still stick with like the whole underbelly of of Gotham. You know, I do feel like there's a chance to get like the super criminal. In these movies, because um, I think Robert Pattinson said he wants to do Court of the Owls, and that's real supernatural esque, even though it's like you know, the secret mean, society and all as, that. As supernatural as the Court of Owls is, they could still definitely keep it on the realistic side, right? You know, what I mean, right. it, could, it could just be like a band of mercenaries working for the elite versus right. like immortal warriors that they keep like in you know jars and drones and whatnot. Right. You know, what I mean, it's still got a science like yeah. undertones. And then uh, Matt Reeves wants to do uh, Mister Freeze. Okay, okay, that could be that could be Mr. Freeze's uh, redeeming uh, point on the big screen. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? Have Arnold and that motherfucker. Everything's cold, you know. <laughs> it's icy. I, I was watching another video. Yeah, he, he's like the puns. The puns in that movie make no sense. He, like, he, he literally points his freeze gun at these. Uh, he points at the Batman. Do it in his voice. Do it in his voice. He goes, yeah. <laughs> do it in the words. Do it in the words. Batman. <laughs> he goes, what killed the dinosaurs? And then he just stops and he looks at Batman and he goes, the Ice Age. And then he's like, shoot, he shoots his gun. Like, <laughs> he's the Ice Age. And it was just like, and the lack of protein. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love Arnold Schwarzenegger, man. You got to love him. Oh, man, that movie is so unintentionally funny. But yeah, I would love to see Mr. Freeze get some, like, 
some uh, redemption. Yeah, redemption. And like that story is really dope, man. You got this terminally ill wife and everything. I think you could actually like make it a little bit. Yeah, you know, listen, the Warner Brothers. If you use this, you got to pay me. So <laughs> I think I think you could do it like even creepier. us pay us. Yeah, you could do it even creepier, make it darker. Yeah, Thor and yeah, whatever. <laughs> More than Mary. There's only so many splits we can do. Here. <laughs> like I think, um, what if you had like a really like dark story where he was like. His wife's terminally ill, but it's a different type of illness in this story. He's like freezing people and like stealing their organs or some shit like that. That would be super dark. That would be super dark. I don't know if they can get away with like PG thirteen wise. Maybe if you like kept the organs all blue and stuff because of the the freezing, right. that would be dope. That would be dope. I think it'd be pretty cool. I yeah. think I think making it darker because his story is already pretty pretty traumatic. Because it's not like he chose to be a villain. You know what I mean? Like in in most iterations of him. He he's doing he's doing whatever it takes to save his wife. Right. You know what I mean? It's never I'm doing this because I just want you know to have money. I'm doing this for villainy. Right. And he's doing there was, it. Only, there was only one version ever of him where he was like, well, I can't say it. Well, there's two like where he was just a straight up villain. And I think it was, it was the Batman, which is the, 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 w, the WB animated right. series. Right? Yeah, he was just like a jewel thief. And then um, the 1960s. Uh, Batman, Adam West Batman. I, I forget Mr. Freeze. I don't think he was Mr. Freeze in that, though. I think he was called something else. Because Mr. Freeze, in the comic books, I feel like he had a different name first, and they changed it to Mr. Freeze. But I, I'm i having a hard time remembering. But I know like he was like just like some criminal in there. There was no wife backstory. Matter of fact, the wife backstory actually didn't come from the comic books. That's what I'm forgetting. That storyline comes from Batman the Animated Series. And it got adapted into the. Game. Okay, then it must have been it must have been some good writing because that's that's oh, that's man. a real good take on this. They're goats. Those they're goats. Oh yeah, and Paul Dean. That design that they put on um, Mr. Freeze in the Batman, the WB animated series. I can't lie, like even his 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 character was simplified to just a jewel thief, but his suit I thought was amazing. Oh, in the Batman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, it was just like a crystal spike. Yeah, That's... I feel like that would be pretty cool if they ever do him in, in like live action. They don't got to be as bulky or big, you know. You don't got to give him like an Iron Man looking suit. But like the whole crystal thing, and all you see is his eyes like red through the thing. Ah, oh, that's that was that was a whole that was a whole vibe, and that gave the villain look. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But the court of Oz is pretty cool too. Like if I had to choose one, I think I'd go with the court of Oz. People might feel differently about this because a lot of people feel like we already got a good version, but I wouldn't mind another Bane either. Uh, a real, real Bane, Bane. like a, a Hispanic, Bane, a Hispanic Bane. Bane, not a whatever the hell. Which makes no sense because, like Bane, in his story, the Batman told him that he was a grown man when he finally saw the light. That he lived in the dark. We proceeded to see Bruce thrown into that same hole. There was plenty of sunlight in that hole. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense. So, well, the thing was, Bane wasn't even like he didn't even grow up in the hole, like in that specific hole. He was just like saying like he grew up in poverty or whatever. Like, it was a whole bunch of like clues to make you think he was the kid in the hole, and then they like at the end it was Talia. That movie. But no, I think they said in there that he actually, the reason why his face was messed up was because he was in the hole to protect her. He, he climbed in to get her out. He climbed in to get her out. I don't remember that part. I remember them saying that he messed up his face trying to save her. Right, he was trying to push her out and they grabbed him and like pulled him down. You saw them like pulled, like they were pulling his hands on, they were like scratching his face with their hands and stuff. As they were like pulling him down. Yeah, I, maybe he could have been in there before, and I'm right. not sure. But I, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, but since he, regardless, that story—if if that's the same hole—if it's in the direction that I'm thinking, where he was kind of claiming that hole, trying to claim that hole is the darkest hole in the world, and never saw sunlight, he was alive. Bane's real story is so much darker than that, man. He's not some servant, you know. He 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 born. He was born in a prison. 
Serving his father's sentence, right? His mother. Somebody, one of his parents' yeah. sentence along that line, right? Yeah, his, mother, his mother was given a life sentence, I believe, for killing a man who was trying to assault her or something like that. Something along those lines, I believe. And she was pregnant with him at the time. She died in prison, and then he had to fulfill her life sentence. But in like being raised in Santa Prisca prison, one of the worst prisons in the world, he like trains himself and makes himself like this great like warrior within the prison. Then he kind of like takes it over, and like he has these like guys who he met in the prison. They become like his number one soldiers. And through now, this was where it kind of gets kind of a little far fetched. But in the original comic book, him hearing of like the legend of Batman or something like that, it inspires him. I guess like he's kind of like has this like fear of like the darkness and like the things that like Batman represents, and. To conquer that fear, kind of, I guess, fully. He's like, I'm. A, this is my ultimate challenge. He like goes like to Gotham. Like he's gonna take on the Batman. Right. So that's where like their relationship begins. So I would love to see. You don't have to do that part, but just like do his actual, you know, origin. Cast an uh, actual Hispanic actor, and you know, do <laughs> it. Do it the correct. It's not way. like five six. You know what I mean? That's a, that's the towering yeah, mountain man. that is known as the Bane. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to see some like actual, mask, you know, yes, maybe, maybe some actual it. tubes going from shoulder to back for his his venom tank. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Oh yeah, that'd be raw. That would be amazing. I think it'd be pretty cool, especially if you give him a real bane with a real Hispanic accent. Yeah, that extra rolls in the tar in the R's and stuff when he's talking. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> that yeah, that shit would be bad. Yeah, that'd be amazing. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind any of those ideas. I think it could still stick with the whole with the whole mafia mob vibe that they got going on now. Just just push it like the cartel's pushing into Gotham now. Ooh, and I then it could be like you know he's like the head of the cartel or like a soldier in the cartel, idea. right? That's you know a good mean? idea. It like could still fish. stick with the whole Noir detective vibe, but at the same time, you know what I mean? At the end, at, at the end of it, you know, him following the the breadcrumbs of the bin. You I know like what I mean? That. I like that. Oh, I think it'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool vibe. I remember um, movie. Batman the animated series. How they introduced Bane, he was hired by uh, Rupert Thorne, who was Rupert Thorne in Batman the Animated Series was like their replacement for the Roman. I don't know whichever reason they couldn't use the Roman or whatever, but they used Rupert Thorne instead. He's like their pl- replacement for uh, the Roman, and he so they could have if they if the Roman survives this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It depends on how they go in that direction. Riddler, Penguin. Yeah. Batman, you don't know who's gonna take out who. They're doing. I said the Batman is doing it. Uh, well, this is the last thing we can move on after this. But I saw that the, uh, they're doing it a little bit differently, like timeline wise. I remember um, the old comics. If I'm remembering it correctly, the Roman was always, you know, the head of the Gotham Empire, and like Maroni was like below him. And then after Batman took down the Roman, Maroni moved up. And this version, Maroni has just been taken down. And the Roman is like moving up to a like oh. higher a higher position, so they're doing it a little bit differently. Okay, let's see how that goes. Comes out Friday, right? The fourth. Friday, the fourth. All right, March fourth. All right. Something that's already out though. It's already hit our television screens. We're gonna talk about Snowfall. All right, Mira, Snowfall. If you're not aware of Snowfall, because I actually I, it's it's funny like it's a popular series, but a lot of people don't like are they aren't aware of it. It's a series basically about the crack epidemic of the 80s and how the, uh, how members, I won't say the entire, I won't say the entire CIA, but how members of the CIA are responsible for the crack epidemic of the 80s, along with uh, major drug traffickers in LA and other places. And this is the story of that 
all told through the lens of Franklin Saint, who in the beginning of the series is a 20-year-old African-American college student who ends up becoming the largest drug kingpin potentially in American history. And his drug supply comes from the United States government itself. It's an amazing series. It's on its fifth season, and it just premiered its fifth season with like this banger two part two part premiere. It's like crazy, and I think I think this season could potentially be the last, like the way they have it structured. But uh, it's definitely like a great series, and it's these are like real events, you know. Like it, it speaks to like I forget what it's called, but this is like a real scandal as far as like members of the CIA transporting cocaine into this country and that cocaine getting to LA and then that cocaine being turned into crack and then creating the crack epidemic like this has all been you know proven and stuff like that so it's very much based in reality but it has fictional characters and everything man it's just it's a reoccurring theme which is you know I mean it, it's what you just said the show's based off of like real events you know fictional characters but it's just like a reoccurring thing that like a lot of these movies and shows want us to hate the CIA man huh like CIA is always like the is the one government like agency that's behind everything. You know what I mean? Right. Like they got their hands in everything dirty. Maybe it's the CIA. Maybe it's no, <laughs> right. maybe, maybe, maybe they painted that picture. Maybe, yeah. If y'all right. listening right now, I'm just kidding. Yeah, with with love. Yeah, I'm saying uh, <laughs> <laughs> just all with love, man. <laughs> Didn't mean to start nothing. Ain't nothing. Won't be nothing, man. Nope. I'm just kidding. Not at all. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great series. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, because I know it's a lot of people who still haven't seen it, it's available on Hulu. You can start from the beginning. Any known stars? Like any known uh, like common stars that we might see? No, no, Keith is no, he's not in it. He's in Atlanta. It's the same network though. Mm-hmm. But um, who's in it? That, the, the good part of it was that like it it didn't have anybody recognizable in the beginning, like because it just kind of let you look at them as these characters. I think the most recognizable face for me um, was the, I forget her name, but she plays the mother of the main character. She was um, the mother of a character from The Wire. And it's funny, it's like in The Wire, she played this kind of like drug queen pin, uh, wanted her son to be involved in the life. Uh, and um, she was kind of all about it. And then in the... Uh, Ah, Michael Hyatt. Yeah, I always feel her. She has, you know, a guy first name, whatever. Wow. But she... Her first name is Charlene. <laughs> Charlene Michael Hyatt. Oh, she just goes by Michael? I guess, yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But she's an incredible actress. She was, like, the most recognizable face for me in the beginning because she played on The Wire. So to see her on this series, and she's playing, like, a good mother. You know what I'm saying? Like a mother who actually cares about her son rather than like someone trying to send her son down a destructive path. It just shows her acting range. So, and then like the main, I'll tell you right now, the main star, he's going to be somebody in the future. He already is somebody right now. People know Damson Idris you know, is the star of uh, uh, Snowfall. He plays Franklin Saint. People, you know, he gets a lot of comparisons to like Denzel. It's not that far. I'll just be honest with you. Like it's not that crazy just because I feel like people don't understand like the range of acting sometimes like people see a great performance and like he's a black actor he's a black actor he's the new Denzel it's like come on you know what I'm saying but he's a great actor and he's he's like clearly like heading plays he's clearly gonna be like on the biggest of stages as like things go on but like now he's now he's a producer of the series too in his fifth season so he's got like more story control and stuff like that 
but he does an amazing job like playing this character it's, it's one of the greatest performances I've ever seen of a single character like I put it up there with um, with Brian Cranston and uh, Walter White you know from Breaking Bad right. and uh, and uh, Omar Harwick as Ghost from Power and um, who, who else had like a great like a single like they were like the, the, the show kind of surrounded them who's another one uh, I can't think of his name right now, but you guys ever seen Dexter? Yes, yes. Uh, Michael C. Hall. Michael okay, C. Hall. there we go. Yeah, I was just going to be like, man, just call him Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we all know. No, nobody knows. I don't know. Nothing knows that man been in except for Dexter. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Dexter was amazing. Like, I love Dexter except for the last season. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen it. It sucked. No, 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 no. When I say the last season, I mean like the last season before they brought it back. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, yeah. I'm still on like season four or five. Oh, sh- what? I didn't watch it when it first came out, bro. Okay, I started, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I binged, I binged it yeah, too. Yeah. I binged it too. Oh, okay, so you still in the good, the good season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still in the good season. I can't, bro. I remember that. I'm just going to go tangent real quick. I remember when the detective came through, he got the ship in. He was like, surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. Yo, that shit. <laughs> I saw that meme on like TikTok and on Instagram and had no idea it was from Dexter, bro. He, bro, that shit was like he didn't have to come up at him nobody, like that, bro. Nobody says motherfucker like that. Nah, bro, not, not anymore. Not, not, even, not even Samuel. I don't care. Not even bro. Ain't no one talking. This is like this '80s or '70s. No. Dog, he came to surprise, motherfucker. Like surprise, yo, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I had no idea that was that. That was from Dexter, bro. Oh, That's that, man, the show was probably as. Hype back then too, like it, it. Damn, yeah, I missed that show. I gotta watch the new season. What's it called Dexter New Blood? New Blood. Yeah, I gotta check out the new season. Uh, apparently, a lot of uh, what I, I actually read up on it because there was there was apparently a lot of complaints about certain seasons within the series of Dexter. I actually I looked into it. He was actually battling cancer at the, at some point. That's why certain episodes seem a little more different than others. Like now, Dexter like, was. Yeah, the main character Dexter was battling cancer. At one <sighs> point, his hair was actually a wig. Wow. Yeah, he was still he was grinding right through it. But yeah, at one point his his hair was actually a wig, and at some like Golden Globe Award or something along that line, he was wearing like a bandana or whatever. Holy shit! You, see, yeah. you, you never know. What you people, never know. You never know what people are going through. He man. was actually you know, he was actually married for a while with his the girl that plays his sister in Dexter. They, the they eloped. They eloped, and it didn't last long. Apparently, it only lasted like a couple years or whatever. That must be a little awkward because she's in the new show. Yeah, it's like a you know. Now, I don't. I don't know. I think they said they remained good friends after that. It's just oh, that marriage cool. itself didn't last long. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, I, I almost, they. They wasn't even a planned thing. They just from one day to the next really decided they wanted to go get married. And I think they. I think they. I think they did it like mad stereotype, and they went straight to Vegas and did it. I think mm. if I remember right. But yeah, they looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I start. I look, bro, when I watch the, when I actually watch a show, I start looking into all kinds of shit. <laughs> I look at the main character. Like, all right, what else he been in? What else he do? Who he fuck? Who he ain't fuck? <laughs> Drug addictions, no? Oh, right. <laughs> Looking oh, at all man. that shit. Yeah, my boy Dexter was fighting, fighting back to cancer. Well, I'm glad he's better he now. He his ass, though. He's still around. Hell yeah. yeah still kicking. Man, still man. acting. God bless. Mm-hmm. God bless. Rest in peace, Chad Bolden. Everybody else is battling that fucking Horrible disease, disease, man. Uh, horrible fucking disease, though. But let's not end on a somber note. No, definitely let's, not. Uh, let's take it out in a nice way. Um, that's pretty much everything we had to talk about. I was gonna talk about power, but we talk about another time. I feel like I want to. All right, get some more thoughts on that. 
Next time we come through, we'll give you our thoughts on the movie, The Batman. After we've seen it, we'll have seen it by then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're going to see it together. We're going to try to see no, it. No, no, definitely. I'm, I'm good to watch it Friday if you're good with, to watch it Friday. If y'all good to watch it late. <laughs> how, how, what time you get off Friday? 11. 11? You good for that? I'm good for that. Yeah, we can do it. Right. I'll meet y'all in the theater. Bring my change clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no shame, dog. Yeah. Right, I'm with it. I'm with this. If we can't do it late Friday, we gotta do it early Saturday. Like earlier. Early. Yeah. I'm with that too, because yeah. Earliest we can't Saturday. The, the matinee is cheaper. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta think about it. If we can't do it Friday for sure, just everybody stay on social media, right? So now oh, that shit gets spoiled, we'll get the earliest oh, we can't yeah. Saturday. Gonna, I'm just like giving y'all that warning. You two, uh, y'all won't be able to find me on social media March 4th. March 3rd. <laughs> March 3rd. March 3rd to 4th. Not gonna find you. Yeah. won't be able to find me. Hell yeah. You know what? Now that I'm talking about it, I think I might want to do Saturday morning, because then we can get breakfast after that and everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. No, no, you with it? I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, I'm with it. Let's do that instead. I'm with it. Right, Any, cool, cool. Anything you want to tell them? Look, look out for. Oh, you know, oh, I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna put some some fire under us to make we go because we gonna get this out sooner rather than later. Very, very soon. Well, you know, what? I don't need to say that because cut this part out. I was gonna say they'll see the logo soon, but by the time they they hear this, they'll see that's the logo. They'll see the logo. You'll you'll see more from us soon. How about that? We'll leave it there. And you got anything art-wise coming out? Do you want to tell them? Oh, Nothing. Yeah, art. <laughs> hey, Young Wolf Art. Hell yeah. There's a new piece coming out. <laughs> Come see your boy shit. Hell yeah. Let me go viral. Make it go viral. <laughs> you share it a thousand times, you get a free art piece. <laughs> Hell yeah. Me and you should have a couple art pieces by now. <laughs> Screenshot where it says you shared it a thousand times, you get an art piece. <laughs> <laughs> you need to say anything from me? You want to tell them about um, Yiz Art? Yiz, Come on, Yiz, you got it. Yiz, Yizzle? Yiz. You can follow me on Yiz Art. Or Yiz Camp Art. Yiz Camp Yeah, there we go. There we go. Right. Any cosplay events coming through? What's going on? Comic Con? Yeah, there's a Super Con coming yeah. up. What are you going to go dress? Yeah. What are you going to go with? Tokyo Avengers? Or are you going to do, uh, do Demon Slayer? I'm doing Tokyo Avengers and I'm also doing Demon Slayer. Tenzin? Tenzin? Okay. The ninja guy. Yes, the hot one. You're gonna go with the hand, or you're gonna leave the hand at home? No, I'm gonna go with the hand. You're gonna go with your hand. <laughs> and then on Sunday, I might do Sasha from Attack on Titan. Oh. Dead version, though. Oh, oh what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> what the hell? Like, That's kind of Grammy, but okay. With, with the band and the. Oh no. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was dark. I thought you were. You know what I mean? This could have been her, her, you know, her survey core days when she had a potato in her right, hand. Right. But she chooses death. <laughs> okay. All right. That could still be fun, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, the usual. UpYourGeek.com. That's where you can find me. That's where you can find all my articles. Um, the Facebook pages, UpYourGeek, DC Comics Nerds. You'll, I'm still editor on those, so you'll still see my post. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at SunJG. That's S0NJG. It's not difficult. I don't know why people try to tell me that it's too difficult. But it's a very easy username to remember. I don't know why they try to tell me that it's difficult, but that's what they say. But anyway, thank you for listening to another. That's what they say. That's what they say. Some people. Johnny, yeah. Johnny, that's what they say. He's coworker. I was trying to be, you know, trying to be accurate with the pronoun. That's what they say. Wow, this is getting dark. Don't take that out. Pronouns are not an insult, Georges. Wow, keep it in here. I want the people to see who he is. We're going to wrap up. Thank you for joining us this week. I'm three geeks in a pod.